Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. For the 100th time, welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Marishka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch, where for first-time users, use promo code I'mFat20, save 20% on your order. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski and... Jay, we did it, man. This is, I, I didn't necessarily know early on if we would ever get to a hundred episodes, you know, it never really entered my mind, but the fact that we're here right now and that this podcast has become what it's become, this is, this is kind of cool. Yes. It's kind of amazing that something that started as a joke has gotten as far as it's gotten. <laughs> and we've got a lot of voicemails today and a lot of them are very kind of heartfelt People saying how much they love the podcast and stuff like that. So we're not going to delete that stuff. Oh, no. You're hearing all the compliments. All oh, of yeah. them. Buckle up, Buttercup. There's a lot coming. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to the that's compliments. That's it. We're getting Buttercups. <laughs> oh, that sounds really good. Before yes. we get to that, I uh, want to thank our sponsors, like you said. Marishka's, Dr. Squatch, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park. They make it worthwhile for us to do this podcast for you guys. And that's a huge, huge thing. So we appreciate it. Obviously, everyone who has um, given to our Patreon, we appreciate that as well. Patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. Everyone who shopped at our T Public shop, that's helped. Anything you want to do is great. If you want to not do anything, just listen. That helps too. We appreciate every bit of it. So last week, we announced mm-hmm. our 100th episode bacon with Charlie the Bacon Guy. That's the jalapeno garlic. Still available, as you'll hear on the Bacon Report later in the show. But we've got another major announcement about our 100th episode of Food Special at one of our favorite places, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen in Schaumburg, 628 South Roselle. Rick, we teased it. Rick, we tasted it. It is the I'm Fat Burger. And it is worth the air horn. It really is. Make I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at the picture now. Yeah. yeah. And it is glorious. Yes. Go to our social media pages. Uh, you will see posted a video. Twitter.com slash I'm fat pod or at I'm fat pod on Instagram of the burger being made. I'm just going to do this real slow. All right. Starts off with two thick slices of Texas toast. Mm-hmm. Then it's two giant bacon burger patties. Oh, yeah. That's topped with a healthy scoop of mac and cheese with breadcrumbs because the breadcrumbs make it healthy. Mm-hmm. Top all that with a nice pile of whiskey barbecue pulled pork mm-hmm. and then finish the whole thing with a little more whiskey barbecue sauce. The I'm Fat Burger is available at Fredo's. All of July. So beginning July 1st, you can go into Fratos and order the I'm Fat Burger. If you do and when you do, because you should, take a picture, email it to us, I'm fatpod at gmail.com. We'll, we'll post it on social media. 
Let's move these burgers. They are phenomenal. Fredo'spizza.com or again, 628 South Roselle. Fredo's is spelled F-R-A-T-O-S pizza.com. Mm-hmm. You have got to try the I'm Fat Burger. I think, Rick, when we started come up with this idea, we had a bunch of like, what about this? What about that? This really captures everything that you and I both love. And it's just gluttonous enough, but it works. It's delicious. It tastes good. And if it doesn't taste good, there's no point. You're right. going to love the I'm Fat Burger. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of burgers that are more like kind of in honor of something or for shtick, they don't necessarily taste that great. Right. However, this we were looking at each other while taking the first bite of this, like, oh, oh yeah, this is like this is a thing. And yeah, I, I did like have that, a little the, bit of concern because of when when you read it, like, wow, that sounds like a lot. That seems like maybe too much. Mm-hmm. Like we're just trying to be silly here. Yeah, but I saw it being made. I'm like, okay, all right. I see where this is going. And then that first bite was just magical. Man, the I'm Fat Burger at Fredo's is phenomenal. You can get it all through July, and you absolutely should because it's well, uh, excellent. And the other thing is, what was that word that you said after Fredo's and before .com? Pizza? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That pizza is something that they specialize in there, too, because... Not only is this a burger, it's going to be mm-hmm. pizza. Mm-hmm. It is going to be pizza at Fredo's as well, where you can get giant one-pound slices of pizza. You can get I'm Fat Pizza. Yes, it's going to be very similar to the burger with the mac and cheese and with the barbecue and with the pulled mm-hmm. pork. Well, and especially with the other... The two slices, the two varieties of cheese that are on it as well, it's a mozzarella provolone blend. Yes. So you get that mozzarella taste in the burger. So you might as well just make the thing a pizza, barbecue pizza, not a bad thing. I'm fat pizza, excellent thing. Yeah, th- I, we're telling you guys, like we were a little bit like, okay, I, we just don't want it to be this over the top, like just put a bunch of gross stuff between bread and call it the I'm fat burger. And we all joke at how stupid it is. We were concerned. We met with chef Joe at Fredo's. We're like, Oh my God, this is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. We watched them prep it from start to finish. And it's just terrific. You are going to love it. And while you're Fredo's get their giant mozzarella sticks. Oh yeah. They are insulting. What's the word you use, Rick? Ignorant. Ignorant. They're ignorantly sized, (laughs) ignorantly sized cheese sticks. They, they really are. And when you go, whether you get the I'm Fat Burger which we or pizza, which Please we do. recommend, shoot us those pictures on social media. We'll very likely retweet them. At the minimum, we'll like them. And you're getting the word out as well because this is, this is a one-month thing. Right. At, at least it's a longer month. So this is good. You have more opportunity. But you should make it a thing to get up to Schaumburg, to get up to Fredo's, and try everything there because I just love the, like I mentioned it when we were talking with Joe of like, I love the creativity they allow there, whether it's with people like us for something like this, or just like for all of them in general working there, it keeps things fresh for them. And I'm sure it makes the product better because everybody, you know, is allowed to try things out and find new combinations that work. And we are the beneficiaries. Yes. And so are you, the listeners. Uh, Yes, this is great. I, I'm so proud of this thing. I'm proud that like 
we got to the point where another business is established and as good as Fredo's wants to even collaborate with us. Cause as we were waiting to get access to the kitchen, people just kept coming in to buy food. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, we got to wait a few more minutes cause we got to make this food. Everything there is made fresh, made to order. So it was kind of like, when are we going to get a 10 minute window to go back and, and make this thing happen? We finally did. And it was great. Fredo's is great. You're going to love it anyway. So go visit them anyway, but uh, get the I'm fat burger burger in July uh, it's just, it's terrific. We could not be more proud of it. It's excellent. There's nothing I would change about it. It is so, so good. I really think the Texas toast is the key. Yep. It makes such a big difference to have that instead of, you know, just like some variety of bun that so many people have had already. Right. It's been done. Te- yes. And Texas toast is just not utilized enough. The bun. Yeah. The bun is the best <laughs> part. The Texas toast is great. It just dipped in butter and then grilled. Oh, it's and, and I do think that the Texas toast makes the other ingredients more tasteable, if that makes sense. Yes. It, it perfectly complements it. So go get it. It's the I'm Fat Burger. It's at Fredos in Schaumburg. Again, 628 South Roselle, FredosPizza.com. All right, Rick, I had a uh, kind of a crazy weekend um, for Father's Day. Hope and Addie got me a trip to go to South Bend to mm-hmm. see the South Bend Cubs. And I love going to South Bend, as you know. Big Notre Dame fan. I've been to South Bend a million times. Never been to a South Bend Cubs game at Four Winds Field. Uh, but had some culinary adventures, too. So I don't really know where to start. Do we start with the weather disaster? Do we start with the amazing breakfast I had? Or do we start with the food place that I've had before that I'm re-reviewing? Where do you want me to start? Oh, wow chronologically i would assume the breakfast goes first incorrect so. breakfast was last <laughs> breakfast was last it was today breakfast was today before we went home okay let's go chronologically okay chronologically so arrive in south bend the game is at seven so we get to south bend around two or three so we got some time to kill so we head to notre dame's campus um you know walk around see the bookstore eddie wants to go check out these softball fields of course so we go head over mm-hmm. there and like the weather is starting to be not great. You know, there's a tornado watch and and hope is like hope is a fan of weather the way I am a fan of food and hockey. Like she okay. loves <laughs> like storm like she loves it. Like if she I think she would love to be a storm chaser someday. She just loves following it. She could tell you all about it. It's it's awesome. I feel so safe when I'm with her cuz if something bad's going to happen, she's going to be like one of the first people to know. She's obsessed. So we're just kind of keeping an eye on stuff. You know, it's like starting to drizzle, but yeah. not too bad. Okay, Wait, fine. So so would she be in the van with Philip Seymour Hoffman then in Twister? <laughs> yes, I think so. Or showing okay. some side boob on the tub. Oh, wait, that was uh, that was not that movie. That was, um, what is it, uh, with Jack Nich- and Greg Kinnear? <sighs> as good as it gets. That's the Helen yes. Hunt side boob. I'm yes. sorry. I'm confusing my Helen Hunt breasts. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime she wants to show side boob is fine. My wife or Helen Hunt, by all means, feel free. So we head to the hotel to check in and it's getting ugly, right? Like, it, like we pull in the parking lot mm-hmm. and it's as if like the skies just open up. Like there's no space between the raindrops. It's literally just water falling from the sky. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to drop you guys off in like the little roundabout. So you guys can run in. And then as soon as there's a break, I'll come in. So go in and, um, you know, we go up to the room, and as soon as we get to the room, the alarms go off on our phone. So head downstairs, and we're like, where do we go? Again, this is South Bend, Indiana. If you've been to South Bend, there's Notre Dame, and then there's South Bend. Two very different things. Um, 
<laughs> so like you're going to go in this like storage room. So the hotel's very nice. Like enjoy the hotel. They put us in this room that's like where they just dump the junk. There's like a barbecue sitting there that hasn't been cleaned. There's like towels on the floor, like a dripping sink. There's, you know, it was like, okay, this is kind of like too real. So then the management realizes like, we can't put like a hundred people in here. So we're going to put them in the banquet hall. So we go into banquet hall, sit down, you know, all hell is breaking loose outside. (laughs) This is the best part. The guy from the hotel, he's like the maintenance guy goes, don't worry, folks. I've worked at this hotel for three years. And there's never been a tornado that's come through this building. (laughs) I mean, that's science. I'm like, oh, three years, you say? Well, I feel perfectly safe that this building has stood for three whole years without being wiped out by a tornado. I was like, whew, all right, well, three years. I mean, you know, we're perfectly safe. He's like, it's okay. I'm from Alabama. No no tornado has come through here in three years, so... Okay, great. So, you know, 15 minutes goes by, clears up. Head to the Cubs game. There's a little break. Still not great. Hope's like, it's going to rain at 8.01. <laughs> so it's at, at 7.59. We head up the stairs, get to the top of the stairs. Downpour. Downpour. <laughs> down. Like She was like right on time. It was like uh, Doc Brown with the time machine. Yeah. You know, right on time, it starts pouring then a tornado warning happens there, so people are going to the bathrooms. Ew. It's just mayhem. Long story short, game gets suspended after two and a half innings. So I saw two and a half innings of live baseball, which was great. So we're like, all right, let's get something to eat. Rick, I went to Raising Cane's. Oh, yes. okay. So it's the first time I'd been there since I tried the one in Oaklawn, like the weekend it opened. Mm-hmm. I have to say. I was impressed. Wow. It was really good. I don't know if it was just this location or what, mm-hmm. but it was spotless. Like there were two women cleaning the restaurant. We're like, are they closing? Right? No, they're just cleaning. They just cleaned the entire time we were there. Spotless restaurant. The tenders came out super hot, super crispy, tons of fries. I tried the cane sauce and liked it. So I don't know well, if like I, I hope you did because it's your only choice. Well, you know what? They also now offer hot sauce and ketchup. Okay. So there are two other things there, and it's Louisiana hot sauce. So props for that. Yeah. But I have to say, I like chicken tenders a lot. I am like a twelve-year-old with them. If I see them on a menu, I'm considering it because a good chicken tender is really hard to beat. I have to say, these were terrific. And I'm going to go back again, and hopefully the ones near here are as good as the ones in South Bend. But I got to say, very impressed. I see what the hype is about. If you have a taste for chicken tenders and you like that cane sauce, (laughs) then I get why people love it. I just wish they would offer a barbecue sauce. Yeah, I just I just don't get have against barbecue. It's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird flex. I guess it's working for them. But why not just like cut a deal with Sweet Baby Ray's or something? Right. It's not going to reduce their business. I would imagine there's a certain percentage of people that are like, I'm not going there because I don't like that cane sauce and there's nothing else to have. If you Mm -hmm. offer the cane sauce and barbecue sauce or and ranch, people are going to want to go there more often. I just don't. It's a weird thing. 
It's I don't get it. It's it, I, I'm trying to figure out the business plan and I can't. <laughs> I question your business model, but your chicken is delicious. It was very good. <laughs> I have to say, I was very impressed with it. I was very impressed with it. So, and I recommend the South Bend Cubs game because uh, it was a lot of fun for the two and a half innings we were there. Nice. The, the facilities for high A baseball. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that is the nicest building in high A. Well, and the thing is, that used to be low A until I assume, you know, all the changes in minor league baseball because they were in the same uh, they were in the same league as the King County Cougars. Oh, so they were until, you know, basically all of minor league baseball got turned on its head. They were low A. Maybe they're still low A. I thought it said high when I was looking at the at their program. Well, the, the, I mean, so many things have gotten switched around with, you know, tons of affiliates getting eliminated that yeah. they very well could be now. I'm just saying like previously, because, because I know I only think of that because uh, our former place that we used to work, the Illinois Media School, either had or has a partnership with them for the sports emphasis program. Okay, so, so here's the, what it says. So a lot of their stadium ops are run by Illinois Media School students. South Bend Cubs are a minor league baseball team of the high A Central and the high A affiliate of the Chicago Cubs. They're in the Midwest League. So there you go. Okay. So they must have just bumped up that league then. Maybe. To high A status. Well, it was great. Highly recommended. Okay. So now here's the other thing. Here's the other part of the trip. Okay. On campus at Notre Dame in the bookstore, like the big, if you've ever been to Notre Dame, the Hamas bookstore is gigantic. Everything there is $75, and it's amazing. And if you're a Notre Dame fan, you could find ND written on literally anything. Um, but we only bought a T-shirt. Very proud of myself. There's a Einstein bagels in there. And that was okay. just, I'd been up long enough where I was just like, I need breakfast now. <laughs> so <laughs> we just went to the Einstein bagels in the bookstore, and they had this little like stand-up cardboard sign advertising okay. this breakfast sandwich the all-nighter. Here's this tagline. Your breakfast sandwich just got an upgrade. The new all-nighter features our cheesy hash brown gourmet bagel. In. With American cheese, bacon, cage-free eggs, and a jalapeno garlic aioli. I skipped the aioli just mm-hmm. because it was the first thing I was eating and I didn't want jalapeno and garlic in my stomach that early. This bagel, if you if you were just half paying attention, just pause for a second. Turn your radio up. Turn your podcast up. Cheesy hash brown gourmet bagel. Yep. This thing was the best breakfast sandwich I have ever had. Wow. And I do not pause. I do not consider. I do not qualify. You do the, not stutter. The all nighter at Einstein bagels is the best breakfast sandwich I've ever had. It is absolutely perfect. The double the two eggs are what really make it, but the bagel is soft like a croissant almost. Oh. It is fantastic. So if you and I don't think this is a Notre Dame exclusive cuz I just googled it and it showed up on their website. So if you've got one near you and I know there's a I know there's at least one downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. Get that sandwich. Oh, my God. The all-nighter at Einstein Bagels. Oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to drive back to South Bend right now and get one. 
and buy another $75 t-shirt. Uh, the t-shirt was only 30 Okay. But it was the most basic t-shirt. Addy, like, because Addy is so softball hooked right now. And I love mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm trying to lean into it, right? Like, not, I don't yeah. want to be Todd Marinovich, but I'm trying to encourage her joy for softball. So we played catch outside the softball stadium. Addy, when we were walking around Notre Dame, like, wanted to bring her glove in case a softball player walked by. You know, she was, like, oh, wow. hoping. Okay. I'm like, they're not here. They just finished playing. It's summer. They're probably back home. Yeah. Um, but we just, like, outside the softball stadium, we're playing catch. She was throwing me some pitches. She loved it. It was great. Um, and but the T-shirt just said it's a navy blue T-shirt with ND and underneath in like tiny font it says softball. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the only option they had. Yeah, it's like. But she's like, there it is. I want it. I'm like, great. I will. Okay. I will encourage you and buy you a Notre Dame uh, yeah. softball T-shirt. Notre Dame softball. Softball. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, was, it, it wasn't is the it, one in the roll? Gray? That, no, no see, yeah, we're saying the same thing. The gray one that comes in the roll with a hat. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, the the please sign up for a TCF bank account when you enroll in college. Yeah, which by the way, I did for of NIU, course. except it was a red T-shirt that just had a black block NIU on it, and I was like. This is awesome. I'm in college. I'm in college. I love how the the predatory credit card companies just set up outside the cafeteria. You look Mm -hmm. stupid. Come here, sir. Sign up for this beach towel you don't need. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I love I love TCF. Like you got an overdraft fee for what? Uh, Uh, We have a new policy this month that says you can't buy strawberries. Right. Soon as I quit that bank, I never got another over, overdraft fee. Hmm. Dude, same here. Not like I got it. Not like I got richer. Mm-hmm. What happened with me to me with them was like, I'd be low, obviously, because I'm poor and a college kid. So I'd have like thirteen dollars in my account. Then they'd be like, "Here's a seven dollar monthly service charge that you don't know about." Yes. So you think exactly. you've got thirteen dollars? You spend twelve and you're overdrawn. Yep. Yeah. Every time, bastards. Yep. All right, I've spoke. I, I just, I just kind of blew all like almost all my wad on that one story because that. Was I was gonna weekend. say, yeah, that that uh, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> you blew yourself early on a, on what was supposed to be a dry run, and now you've got a bit of a mess on your hands. I do. I, I've got one more story. Uh, so I know you've got some stuff to get to. Yeah. We do have also have a ton of voicemails today. So cool. It's no problem. But yeah, today today is a celebration. So it's all celebration. As much of as anything. So this was, I forget, and I forgive me for forgetting who posted this on the fan page, but I think it also counts as a history lesson for the oh, podcast. Okay. We were not the first ones to use the term being a fat. What? Something far, mind you, I don't even know how long ago the book was published, but it was Dr. Seuss agrees with our terminology there is a there is a page in the book which mind you i'd never heard of before would you rather be a bullfrog okay the page asks would you rather be a skinny and it shows some like you know dr seuss style animal Mm -hmm. or would you rather be a fat and it shows like some sort of amorphous like part hippo part rhino part amoeba type thing (laughs) so me yeah basically Except, you know, a little less of a horn. Okay. But, but yeah. So I'm like, oh, the term being a fat 
precedes us. I don't know if that's cool or not cool because we kind of thought we had this this market cornered. Well, unlike Dr. Seuss, uh, we don't have less less popular podcasts where we're super racist. So don't. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about that. Right. Those are our more popular podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to stop talking. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. got to take a shot at Dr. Seuss. Now people are going to be mad. Of course. Yeah, be mean to Dr. Seuss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick, just to yeah. piss people off more on an angle. Sure. Um, Notre Dame, if you go into the dome building with the, mm-hmm. the very famous Golden Dome, yeah, they used to have murals of uh-huh. like Christopher Columbus's oh. journey to America. <laughs> yes. And I, I, as I'm going up the stairs, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if those have been removed since I was here last time. And they have indeed. <laughs> ah, I was like, there it is. Okay. I was I wasn't sure what I was going to walk into. It's like Christopher Columbus, air quotes, convinces the natives to follow Jesus. And there's like yes. blood everywhere. Um, anywho. Yeah, you, you, you know what he couldn't convince? He couldn't convince himself to actually go wherever he actually meant to go. How about this? Ask for directions, bitch. Rick, had yeah. he had a very reliable GPS system like my Mazda CX-5 for Mazda of Orland Park. What a pro. He would have been able to find India <laughs> good, very, very easily. <laughs> but Columbus did not. He did not have a Mazda CX-5 with the great TomTom GPS system in it. And I'm sure that they've got a different GPS system since I bought my 2015 model. But if you're looking for a Mazda, you should be. It's a great car. Why not buy it at the best Mazda dealership in the world? Mazda of Orland Park and MazdaofOrlandPark.com. Give a call to Eric, 708-444-3200. Look, you can buy a Mazda anywhere. But when it comes to service, when it comes to honesty, when it comes to finding you the best deal for your Mazda, there's no place better than Mazda of Orland Park. Give Eric a call. Have him help you out with the purchase of your next or your first Mazda. You won't regret it. Your first Mazda will lead to your next and your next and your next. And that's what I'm going to buy for life because, man, this is the best car I've ever owned. Hands down. 708-444-3200 or MazdaofOrlandPark.com. All right, so drove the Mazda this week. Uh-huh. Not as strong of a segue as my Columbus thing, but still. Sure. To Naperville. Uh, my group of friends, I said, hey, I'm ordering from Charlie the Bacon Guy. Anybody want anything? And like 30 people were like, yes. So I had to go visit Charlie at the place where he works, Schmaltz Deli in Naperville. Uh, I had to twist my arm. Uh, and that was great. Listen to this thing on their menu. And I miss this because I'm stupid. At any Jewish deli, you know mm-hmm. that the, there's going to be so many options that it's it's hard to not to, it's hard to see everything. My wife saw this; I did not. The yeah. number thirty-seven, the stuffed grilled cheese, sharp cheddar, okay. schmaken, which is beef bacon, okay, mayo, and mm. two crisp latkes, stuffed inside grilled challah bread. If you don't know what a latka is, a latka is a potato pancake. So again, sharp cheddar, bacon, two potato pancakes stuffed inside grilled challah bread. Dude, no bad this thing there. was insane. And Hope got it, and she likes mayo. And I still had a bite, and I'm like, yes, that was phenomenal. Oh, there's mayo. Mm-hmm. That's not great. But the rest of this is great. I can't believe I missed this. I suck. I just got a big French dip. 
which is an excellent choice on its own. Yeah. Uh, but man, that thing, the stuffed grilled cheese. So if you're ever out, you're not far from Naperville. No, not at all. Head out there to Schmaltz Deli uh, and you'll love it. It's great. And uh, you'll meet Charlie. He's the he's the chef there. So go say hi to Charlie. If you place a big bacon order, you can go pick it up there and get some uh, get yourself a pastrami or a corned beef or some matzo ball soup, whatever you're into. Uh, but that stuffed grilled cheese was something that was that was remarkable. Okay, so this this one will be quick, and it's also because I'm dumb and I didn't write anything down, and I only have a vague memory of what was told to me. However, <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. This is going great. Uh, so my mom's best friend is in town right now, and like they went to high school together. Like in your every in everybody's life, there's someone that's a family friend that is basically your aunt without actually being your aunt. Right. This is my mom. This is my mom's friend, Jennifer. So she lives, I think it's about a half hour outside of Nashville. And she gave, and she listens to the podcast. Uh, her husband, JC, listens to the podcast. Like, awesome. Love that they support it. So, you know, love them. And uh, Jennifer told me about a place that there's many locations across kind of like the South that is now in Nashville. And I forget how long it's been in Nashville big bad breakfast oh there are let's see i'm looking at it we have eight locations all in the south oxford mississippi which is where she had it at first because her son james went there then they opened one up in nashville and she was like oh my so of course the things i don't remember are important things like what she had that was so damn good (laughs) but you know details but (laughs) she said anything that anybody got there is just incredible oh so i'm looking at this menu so i'll go over the locations because this also influences like kind of style of everything as well oxford mississippi Mm -hmm. inlet beach florida graystone alabama homewood homewood alabama Alabama. rick my favorite thing about homewood alabama is every year five Mm -hmm. or six people from homewood alabama sign up for homewood illinois baseball league And we have to call and tell them, uh, you meant to sign up for Homewood Alabama baseball. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Let me cancel that reservation. Right. And they do that by shooting their their computer. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Florence, Alabama, Charleston, South Carolina, Nashville, and Franklin, Tennessee. Oh, Franklin. That's bougie. Is it? Oh, yeah. That's where all the uh, country stars live. Uh, okay. Yep. Good to know. I've so, been there. It's, it is quite fancy. Okay. So I have I have reliable sources saying Big Bad Breakfast. So if you are in Nashville or any of those other random places in the south, maybe you're visiting someone at Ole Miss, then uh, go there. All right, looking go at the menu, the Redneck Benny, open-faced biscuit with country ham, ham powder. What the hell's ham powder? Ham powder. And two eggs on top. Come to the choice of sausage gravy or hollandaise on, and one side. What is ham powder? That sounds troubling. I don't know, but can (laughs) (laughs) ham powder, can we use it? Can we replace gold bond with it? Oh, (laughs) that smells great in the summer. (laughs) How about this one? Mother of all biscuits, crispy fried chicken breast and cheddar cheese on a buttermilk biscuit. We recommend hot sauce. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. I got to look up ham powder. (laughs) <laughs> is that like the Japanese baseball team? 
What is it? The Nepon Nepon ham powder? (laughs) The ham powder, yeah. What is it? What is in ham seasoning packet? Is this like the Papa John seasoning packet that makes things palatable? Soy milk, salt, monosodium glutamate, artificial ham flavor. Oh. Mm. Mm. Ah, I'm not sure about well, ham then powder. Well, then just don't eat that by itself. Oh, just I've have seen it sprinkled this before. I have seen this before. Okay. Mm. Mm. Okay. I trust I trust a place called Big Bag of Breakfast to not do wrong, especially if it's in the South. Yes. I, I, they're going to be fine. There are some ingredients that people in the South use to cook mm-hmm. um, that you'd probably rather not know about. Yes. Um, but that are definitely worth eating. So... You know, I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's it's just, just I don't want to, just like, don't sprinkle it on me. <laughs> I smell enough like ham. I don't need a ham powder. ham powder on me. <laughs> that was the less popular uh, <laughs> Def Leppard song. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, this is fitting. This is very fitting uh, for the under episode. Just, it just sounds uh, so good. Get a better name for it. Yeah, seriously. Like pork, pork twinkles. <laughs> which oddly enough was my stripper name i was just gonna say I'm, I'm pretty sure i was at a club and she was dancing ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage pork twinkles i'm leaving uh, i'm staying with that kind of name i'm staying uh, all right Okay. We have, we've lost control. Yes. Okay. So one other thing. Oh. I saw you comment on this. I don't know if you posted it or who did. I don't know. With all the weather in the Chicago area this week. Yeah. We learned things this oh, week. About, yes. uh, we used food <laughs> as a vehicle to learn about weather. That's right. So if you don't understand the tornado watch versus warning and like what they both mean, we can all use tacos to learn what it actually means. Absolutely. Uh, I learned this from Hope Skilling, my wife, um, the difference between a, t- a tornado watch and a tornado warning. But this, had I had this hand, handy graphic, the taco watch versus taco warning, mm-hmm. I surely would have understood better. Describe. Do you have it in front of you? Uh, essentially, I don't have it in front of me. I got it right here. All right. Okay. So here, here's what it says. Uh, it's two pictures side by side. The first picture says taco watch. There's an avocado, a head of lettuce, a tomato, a bowl of beef. A bowl of salsa, uh, a lime, a jalapeno, and cheese. Nothing is assembled. It's just, here are the ingredients. The next picture says taco warning, and it's a taco made. So watch. We have the ingredients to make tacos. Warning. We are having tacos right now. (laughs) (laughs) So this has been a handy guide for me in tornado season that a watch is like, okay. Because I was telling you before we started, Rick. And you know this because I was telling you. I don't know why I had to qualify my comment like that. That was weird. Um, but I always thought that watch was, okay, the weather is not great. There's going to be a storm. And from that storm could potentially maybe be a tornado. And then a warning was like, okay, conditions are really, really ripe for there to be a tornado. And then I thought like then tornado was the last step. No. Tornado warning is the last step. Tornado warning is get your ass in the basement yeah, maybe you're not going to have a funnel cloud come down your street because one hasn't come down in three years like the guy from Alabama told you. Right. But it means there is a rotating something above your head right now. So I had to learn that. And for me, this taco warning, taco watch thing is very, very helpful. Yeah, I didn't. I knew what a warning meant, but I didn't know like 
how serious a watch was. Right. So I like that's what that's what really helped me out a lot. So I definitely appreciate that. Uh and especially with like Monday night for a lot of us in the western burbs and, and southern burbs a little bit too in the Chicago area, we had warnings all over the place. Oh, it was bad. And and yeah. I mean one touchdown like a quarter mile from uh, Hope's parents' house. It was scary. Yeah. And I was I'm not kidding you. Like when we were in South Bend, I was a little bit concerned. Like it was it got ugly quick. Mm-hmm. And we were at a ballpark. So I had so the setup that I had in my in my building, some of it is fairly flawed in the way our building is, is structured. So um, my wife and I went down the went down the uh, stairs on the seven flights of stairs, which was great. Uh, <laughs> and but then that takes you outside. So then we had to run across the light now mind you run was also yeah, a relative right. term mm-hmm. but we had to run like yeah like 15 paces to the front door to get back in there so we were sitting in kind of like the lobby area which was a pretty deep room so we were sitting further back away from the window one of the other guys in the building that came down because like that guy was like i don't care and i'm using the the elevator was a firefighter that uh works at the that works uh at the station that is like walking distance from my building so he had his multiple radios going so when he said there's a building on fire in darien what do you think my first thought was chucks yep i was worried it was chucks <laughs> i didn't say that to anybody but i 100 percent thought oh god i hope chucks is okay and my in-laws but yeah more more so chucks yeah more so chucks <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I think they were pretty safe, but I know it was very close to Charlie too. Charlie, the big mm-hmm. guy, was because uh, he's in Woodridge. That was uh, it was scary, man. And, and it's yeah. been, you know, it's not it 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 seems to being staying pretty intense. I know it was supposed to be bad today, and we somehow we got a softball game in, and it was super sunny. But man, they they've been talking about like rain all week, right? So my office is going to get more musty than it already is because I came home to a crap ton of water down here. So at least it wasn't like knee high. It was just on the floor. Like it just seeped in because we've got like a well door in the back. And (laughs) this is actually really funny. Last week, I forgot to tell you this last week, uh, the first set of storms we had. So whatever day that was, we had a little water in the door and hopes like something was clogging the well door drain. Oh, what was it? She sends me a picture. It was an empty tube of uh, spicy chicken sandwich Pringles. (laughs) <laughs> and an empty cilantro bag that had blown down our stairs and clogged our drain. So that that's was, incredible. That's very believable. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's very much on brand. I was like, well, are there any chips in there, though? <laughs> are the chips a okay? question? Yeah, that's a proper follow up. No, they were OK. But uh, yeah, man, it was it's been a crazy week. I kind of like severe weather, but it's different with a kid because they just freak yeah. out. And it's like we had to wake her up. And say, okay, oh, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's midnight. Let's go to the basement. And then like 10 minutes go by. She's like, why am I down here? Why am I down in the basement right now? Like she just wasn't, we like shook her awake. And then she like kind of had to realize what was going on. We're like, oh, don't worry. Just a tornado. <laughs> right? Yeah. That went over well, but no, she, she did good. So anyway, nice. all right, we got to get to our ask a fats. We got to get to our fat fashional, but first we've got to tell you about our friends at Mariska's and Crest Hill. 604 Theodore Street, family-owned and operated since 1933. My first ever podcast sponsor. They just jumped onto the I'm Fat podcast 
after several years with the Madhouse podcast, and we're glad they did. Got a couple, got a got an email this week from someone who visited Marishka's and loved it. So don't listen to us. Listen to the MFAB podcast audience as well. The poor boys, the steaks, the chops, the seafood, everything there is phenomenal. You're going to love it. They've been there since 1933. You know they're doing something right. Make sure when you visit any of these businesses, by the way, you let them know that the I'm Fat podcast sent you because that helps us and it helps them realize, hey, my investment's going to a good place and it's working and it's worthwhile. So always make sure you mention that. Go visit Marishka's in Crest Hill, marishkas.com or facebook.com slash marishkas. That's spelled M-E-R-I-C-H-K-A-S. They're closed only on Christmas, Easter, the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving. So go visit the Zadralovich family. You will be happy you did. All right, Rick, is it time to get to the fat phone? Absolutely. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) The fat phone, 708-858-3314, is sponsored by Charlie the Bacon Guy. Here's what Charlie's got for you this week. This is Charlie the Bacon Guy with your weekly bacon report. We have maple pepper and rosemary pepper garlic. We also have available a buffalo bacon, a barbecue bacon, and the ranch bacon back in stock for the time being. As we mentioned last week, the jalapeno garlic uh, 100th episode celebration special edition bacon is available and ready for you to order. I will continue to make it until nobody wants it anymore. For bacon jams, I have original, bourbon, habanero, truffle, vanilla bourbon, and buffalo bacon jam. I'm thinking about making that into a buffalo chicken dip, but buffalo bacon jam dip. Do that. We'll see Mm -hmm. how it turns out. Also keep in mind, we have uh, t-shirts, stickers, and hockey jerseys on their way. Uh, And I'm also planning to make some of that bacon caramel this week. Uh, if anybody wants some of that, let me know and I'll make sure to get you some. Thanks. Have a good week. And congratulations again on your hundredth episode to Jay and Rick eat tons of bacon, get your bacon, Charlie, the bacon guy on Instagram, Charlie, the bacon guy at gmail.com or follow him on Twitter at CZ, the bacon guy, just hit up his DMS based in Woodridge bacon is always nitrate and nitrite free, naturally cured applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon i tried that buffalo uh bacon jam today oh yeah very very good big big fan of everything charlie does uh and i know my friends who just helped me place that giant order this week they're gonna love it too um man it's it's so good and i cannot recommend our special 100th episode jalapeno garlic enough i've tried pretty much everything charlie has offered in terms of bacon and to me the jalapeno garlic is by far my favorite um, with uh, surprisingly enough, ranch is my second favorite. Just wow. terrific stuff. So you will love Charlie's stuff. I know a lot of you have ordered it before. Uh, make sure you do it again. And if you haven't yet, now is a great time with our hundredth with our hundredth episode uh, bacon available now. Uh, again, Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com or CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. All right, we've got a lot of voicemails to get through. So let's start right now. Hey, Jay and Rick and fellow fats. It's your buddy, Brian. Currently sitting uh, at Jay's dining room table right now. and just wanted to call (laughs) and wanted to wish you guys a happy 100th episode. Congratulations, guys. Cheers. Should have picked cheese. Oh, yep. 
Yep. Remember the question we were asked, Rick? What would we rather give up? Cheese or the Oh yeah. 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 The yeah. the the, the, the BJ's uh, <laughs> and I think both of us chose cheese. Yeah. 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 I stand by it. But thank you. He really was at my at my dining room table. He was over for dinner and I said, I got to go do a podcast. He's like, all right, see you later. I'm going to hang out up here with your wife. But his wife's here, too. So it's fine. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sarah, for the well wishes. Hey, guys. This is Murph in San Diego. I love the hey. podcast, and, and it was sort of like one of the bright spots to help us get help me get through a, a really difficult end of um, of uh, a crap year for everybody last year. And um, I love actually saving up a couple episodes at a time and listening to them. And that's what I sort of did this morning and listened to episode 98 and 99 and realized as I'm walking to the car to, to don't hang up on me, go to the gym, uh, that you might be recording episode number 100 today. And I wanted to say congratulations and thank you because uh, uh, even though I'm, like I said, going to work out, I'm fat. And because, you know, onion rings and drive throughs are greater than cardio, right. uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, it, it actually, in, in weird ways, having you guys bring up stuff like driving from, from one drive-thru to the next to, to get put together the perfect meal or stress eating or, or whatever. That's sort of been supportive to, to realize that when I start feeling like that, I'm not the only one that's ever done that or, or, or whatever. I love the podcast. I'm going to celebrate your 100th episode. I'm going to celebrate by going out to the San Diego beach and I don't give a damn how many skinny, beautiful people are out there. Love you guys. Keep up the great <laughs> show. Later. Thanks, Murph. That's great. Appreciate that. And it's funny, Rick, like I don't always read them, but mm-hmm. we get a lot of, you know, a lot of listeners will write us and say, hey, like you guys helped me get through a tough time or, you know, I, I've been going through X, Y, Z and having your podcast to laugh at has been really helpful. And it's mm-hmm. to, to clarify, you don't always read them on the podcast. I you read, read them. them yeah. But not I don't, on the podcast. I don't read them on the podcast, but we, we do get a lot of those. And yeah. uh that to me is because still like, and I'm sure you're kind of the same way. Some of this seems kind of surreal. Like we're just doing the podcast for yeah. ourselves. Yes. And when I hear something like that, because like the only feedback you get to is from people, you know, really, mm-hmm. you know, so th- like those emails and the fan page are yeah. really what make this like feel tangible to me. Like, okay, there really are people that are not like listening to this as a courtesy to their friends. Right. Or because they know, or, you know what I mean? Like, to hear those things like, hey, I've been going through X, Y, Z, and the podcast has really helped me, you know, laugh through this tough time. Like, those are great. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not great that you're going through something, but to hear that really uh, makes it worthwhile. So Murph, glad Absolutely. we're there for you and, and everybody, you know, if it's mm-hmm. if it's helping you get through uh, what was a pretty crappy uh, last calendar year, we're yeah. happy we're doing it. And that I for mean, you. honestly, therapeutic for us, too. It, absolutely. Like, like I, like I know, especially mm-hmm. for me, when, like, when I got laid off, yeah, I was like, I don't know, you know, like you kind of lose, uh, mind you, this is a probably a bit of a character flaw for me that I felt a loss of purpose and or self for a little bit, of course, and and but like being able to get this going the way we have, doing it every week, and kind of getting at least some sort of routine going in the middle of like a bunch of nothingness was Mm -hmm. like, that was huge for me individually. Well, and also like, you know, you guys supporting our sponsors. Yes. Helps, uh, you know, especially Rick, like help Rick get through his unemployment for a long time. Like that stuff, that stuff, Matt, like, you know, you go drop, you know, 30 bucks at Dr. Squatch promo code. I'm fat 20. 
that that helps us out. You know, you go visit Marishka's or you go buy a Mazda or whatever, or even make a call and say, "Hey, I heard about you guys on this podcast, and I'm interested." That helps us. Like it t- that tangibly helps us. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we're getting mushy, but we appreciate it, and uh, you know, I'm glad that we're doing something that people are enjoying, and that I mean, that's the only that's the whole point, right? Why do it if people are not enjoying it? Right. My, my column. Hey, Fats. It's Peter from St. Paul, Minnesota. As the food cognoscenti in my life, I have a theory that I'd like to run by you. I maintain that not all fast food locations are the same. And to me, mm-hmm. it's well worth the inconvenience to go out of my way to visit a location I know has reliably good service and consistent food quality. For example, I used to live in New Jersey and would sometimes drive 45 minutes by highway to visit a town where there was a top-notch Arby's, Wendy's, and 7-Eleven on the same block. 7-Eleven. Insane? Maybe. But fresh and hot curly fries, a Dave's Triple dripping with grease, and a well-balanced frozen Coke. Now that was a happy meal. Cheers, guys. Keep Keep up the good work. Also at the Seven Eleven, you can get some Bayer. I love the, I love the, I love the throw Seven Eleven there. Like this, these Slurpees are inferior to the one forty five minutes from here. By the way, should we tell people when we were discussing the I'm Fat Burger, we suggested putting a Bayer on everybody's plate? Yes, uh, but yeah, I don't think they want to distribute drugs at their customers. Probably a wise business move. That's yeah, why we don't know. own a restaurant; we just have a podcast. Yep, but no, you're absolutely right. Like Hope and I talk about that. We say want to go to the Tinley B Dubs because the Tinley B Dubs is superior to the Homewood B Dubs, mm-hmm. and like, and there's no contest. It's like two totally, totally different places. Even though the menu's the same, the preparation and the management and everything is totally different. Much better at Tinley. Yeah, but this guy would have driven to the Bourbon Age <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings. Oh, that's the goat. That's that's the best beat ups I've ever had is a Bourbon Age. Why do you think I said it? I know it's great. It's what it's it's funny because uh, it's the only I, reason I'm friends with James Naveau. <laughs> <laughs> because if if I can actually have a a, a different type of fat fashion myself right now, I've, I might have mentioned this before on the podcast. There's one thing that all of our listeners do that I have never done. Crap their pants? Oh, no, I've totally done that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have never gone back and listened to a full episode. Oh, I listen to every one of them. Really? I think I do it to scout and criticize myself. Yeah, like, (laughs) see, like, I hate the sound. Not even, like, regardless of what I am saying, I hate the sound of my voice. And and mind you, most people are like this. But, like... I take it to such a degree that, like, I just, I, I don't want to listen to myself. Oh, I, I like listening to them. I really do, because it's funny. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, uh, you know, is this entertaining to me, who's already heard it, you know, once recording it and another time in my head talking to myself? Um, but I know I talk too much. I ramble on, which I'm sorry about, Rick. Just tell me to shut up next time. And I'm mush mouth, and I need to be better about enunciating my words. And I'm, I'm actively practicing that. Like when I'm in the car by myself and I hear myself mumble something on the podcast, yeah. I will say it again clearly. Huh? Yeah, I, it's how I'm practicing because I I know I don't have a great broadcaster voice. I have a little bit of bass in my voice, but I think my words get jumbled. So I I intentionally talk slowly when I need to talk slowly so I can enunciate. 
So and one, I just did it there. I don't know if you noticed it, but I was yes, just I doing it there as I was describing that. Yeah, because I noticed I was saying like Mazdaorum Park and <laughs> what are you? Right, that's a sponsor, you ass. Say their name you, clearly. You know what? You know what I call that? Speaking in cursive. That is a great way to put it. That's an excellent. That is exactly how I talk. I speak in cursive. Yeah, we we all do. So. It's it's funny with the voice thing, and this is the last thing I promise, because like this will probably end up being like an hour and a half or two hours at the rate we're going. <laughs> this is not, episode one hundred. Jay and Rick go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started doing you better, you bet. So I I was you know I was contributing on air a little bit. So it was a new audience that was hearing me. I had one person say, "There's a little," and mind you, laugh all you want at this because I found it ridiculous as well. There's an element of Marv Albert in my voice. I was like, what? Hmm. That's a, that is an insult to Marv. I don't know if I hear that. I don't hear it at all. Mind you, you do thank bite you for the compliment. I, and facts. <laughs> and wear lingerie. Well, to be fair, I'm doing that to make sure they're not cake. Yeah, I'm not kink shaming. I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. Anyway, right. do your thing as long as it's, or, you know. Or cake shaming. Or cake shaming, of course. <laughs> All right, let's stop our therapy till later. Yes. All right. Hey, gents, I just want to say congratulations. This is Lance Levine, headquarters of the Tournament of Junk. Just want to say congratulations on the 100th episode. Uh, I have not missed one from the very start. It's probably my favorite podcast, if it doesn't have to do with wrestling or music. It may very well be my favorite podcast of everything. So you guys do an amazing job, magnificent job, uh, entertaining as hell. Even you, Rick Camp, curmudgeon Rick Camp. I don't like peanut butter. I don't like mm-hmm. coffee. I don't like I don't like mayonnaise. I don't like yep. breakfast. You know, come on already. You got to eat something. So anyway, yeah, Rick, eat today, something. In addition to the congratulations, because <laughs> right. I give you shit, Rick Camp, but I love you too. My my question today is called the preference of the fat, which I also Ooh. coincidentally happen to be the sixth Rush album. Uh, but the preference <laughs> of the fat, not food this time, but uh, comfort related. So what would you rather have, 100 degrees and zero humidity, a.k.a. Phoenix, no. 80 degrees and 100% humidity, that would be, say, Miami, or just for the hell of it, we're going to throw this one in there, 20 below zero and 75 below zero wind chill, so we'll say Anchorage for that one. <laughs> so we look in 100 degrees with no humidity, 80 degrees with 100% humidity, or 20 below and 75 below wind chill. Keep up the great work. You guys are awesome. I give you shit, Rick Camp, but I love you guys both. Uh, just an amazing job. We love the show. Keep up the great work. And also, thanks for the uh, fan page, too, because it's made for a lot of uh, cool encounters with a lot of really cool people. So thanks so much, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lance. You want to tackle this one first? 100%. I'm going 100 degrees with zero humidity. No, I disagree. But get, go ahead. Give your reason. Because to me, and the reason I feel strongly about this is because today has been pretty close to that 80 degrees with like 100% humidity. And I'll take the extra heat to get rid of the humidity. Humidity is death. Put it on a pillow if you must. But like I hate humidity more than anything. So I will deal with the, the actual temperature to get rid of the humidity because as much as you know taking off my shirt is is kind of a, a public health thing where it's just not good for anybody <laughs> uh i could go into a pool if it's 100 degrees with no humidity especially in in arizona where you know like everybody has a pool 
So there are options there. Whereas if, if it's just humid, you have to stay indoors. So like 90% of the time when it's a hundred degrees, regardless of, of the other circumstances, I'm staying indoors, but there's at least a small possibility I would venture outside for, you know, five, 10 minutes. So, and the, I think maybe the cold one was a little too extreme. Yeah, no. Like if it was like, maybe if we were saying minus five degrees with a minus 25 wind chill, like something that's sadly happened before, <laughs> uh, I would still take the hundred degrees with no humidity. All right. Let me ask you this. And I'm not trying to, to Jace plane. Have you ever experienced Arizona in summer? I have not. Okay. I was listening to Steve Stone on the mm-hmm. score last week and he, you know, he had the week off. He took some time off and he said he, and now granted, this is like extreme. This is like 110. Yeah. And he said, you can't go outside. You can't leave your house. You can't get in your car because your car is literally an oven. You can't touch the handle on your, on your front door. Like it's, it is unsurvivable heat to the point of like, Anything you touch, anything you enter that's been outside in the heat is going to be dangerous to get into. Hmm. The other thing with that, and I've been, I've only been to Arizona in like for spring training. So February sure. and March where it's beautiful, like 85, no humidity, really, really nice. I still have to say though, the dryness of the air yeah. screws with you. Like your hands crack and bleed. Like there was a night, Rick, that my hands hurt so bad I couldn't sleep. That's how dry my hands were, and I had to walk around like with the Econo tub of lotion on Jay, my second. Trip. I was I was just gonna say you really set yourself up for that because I could ask the question, how did you lotion up your hands? Yeah, I had I really had to everywhere I went, oh I had to bring a thing of lotion with me, and I sure. like the first trip, I was taking all the like usually your hotel will give you like the little sample <laughs> bottle of body lotion. Mm-hmm. I got all of those I could, and it was like just enough to make me get through the trip. And that was in March and April. So here's what I'll say. The thing about humidity, and you're right, humidity is killer. But like when it's super humid, it is a communal agreement to not care about the fact that you're sweating. And everyone's like, whatever, we're all hot. We're mm-hmm. just going to sweat. No judgment. Do your thing. Yes. I, I can deal with humidity. Now, if we're talking 100% humidity, just throw me off a bridge right like oh dude i did that i did that for a week when i was in new orleans we i was in new orleans for a vacation mind you not my choice on the time it was based on uh uh nea's like national thing they do every year and it was a free hotel room 95 degrees with 95 percent humidity yeah that's in new orleans was absolute death like it's just you feel gross the entire time but the thing is too about this from lance he didn't say it is in Arizona. He said that like the conditions are similar too. So like in terms of thinking a hundred degrees with 0% humidity is like Arizona, not you're in Arizona. <laughs> oh, so you're eliminating like the people. Well, that's, I know, I know I'm eliminating that's the, the, fact, that's the people, <laughs> right? No, I'm eliminating some of the, like what you mentioned with just like how thin and dry the air can be because okay. it's not necessarily going to be the same, probably going to be pretty similar, but not necessarily exactly the same as if it was like around here where at least there's a giant lake somewhere nearby that should provide a little bit of moisture, just a little bit, not enough to like 
oh, it's humid, but just like enough. Mm. I'm still. I don't with, know how much. I don't know how much sense that makes. I'm taking Miami over Phoenix all day. Enjoy Florida, people. Plus, beach boobies. Hey, fats. It's Russ. First off, congratulations on your hundredth episode. Of? It's been an honor to be your unofficial <laughs> producer, even though I've been slacking off of my duties lately. So I have a question and a confession. Uh, confession first. Uh, several months ago, I uh, had the El Masivo Gringo mozzarella stick from Fredo's. Nice. Um, th- this was a known fact, as I had posted pictures of it on the Facebook group. But my confession is I had the entire thing, every inch of it. Then I had some boneless uh. wings afterwards. So, oh, these are boneless. yes, it was delicious, but yes, there's such a thing as too much cheese. Um, mm. My uh, question for you guys, back when I was younger, my mother was a secret shopper for Taco Bell. She had to go in at a specific time, order specific food, take its temperature, weigh it, uh, do a write-up on the cleanliness, how long customers were in line, how long cars took in the drive-thru, et cetera. What chain restaurant would you want to be a secret shopper for? Keeping in mind, there are restrictions on what you can order, so you can't necessarily order your favorite thing every time you go. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Hmm. That's a hell of a question. So you basically want to go somewhere where you like everything on the menu. Well, I think that's pretty easy then, and people could probably guess what I'm going to say and what I guess you would say too. Popeye's? Culver's. Oh, very solid. Yep. That's that's a better pick. Uh, I got to try that ice cream again. Uh, that custard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the custard with the Oreo was good, but I'm not sure how that's going to work with the cookie dough. Only one way to find out. Mm-hmm. Order it up. Let's do it. Um, yeah, that's that. Rick, I think you've got it. If you've got a better answer, hit us up. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. But that, I think Culver's is the answer. Or do you go Raising Cane's because it's a quick job? (laughs) It's just one thing. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That might get boring. That might get boring. Yeah, I'll bet. All right. Hey, Fats. This is Dave from Rockford, one of Rick's former roommates. Uh Uh-oh. I have a bit of a fat sessional here from years back when Rick and I were roommates. (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't have anything to do with Rick. I'm Aww. actually kind of a normie, but I do like my food. So at at the time, we were living in a house with six other guys. I got home from work, and I decided mm. I wanted some shrimp. So I made myself some shrimp. I had probably bought it from Walmart, added a whole bunch of spices, some butter, just made this really nice shrimp bowl for myself. I brought it up to my room up on the second floor right next to Rick's Mm -hmm. and found my girlfriend at the time laying on my bed in lingerie. So me being the stupid person I am, I I asked her to move aside so I can sit on my bed (laughs) and eat my shrimp. And sometimes yes! she ended up marrying me, despite the fact that I just kind of turned her down just so I could eat some shrimp. Well, that's my perfect, that's my professional. Love the show, oh. guys. Bye. Wow. Oh, my God. All right. That's well, that's an all timer. All right. Now, this might be out of line. And Rick, yes. silence is an option. OK. This he said he ended up marrying this girl. Yes. Do you know this girl? Yeah, I set them up. Well, I mean, shrimp or 
I, let me put it this way. I think I'm putting you in a bad spot. Maybe, uh, we oh, can no, just stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, no. all right. <laughs> I don't like shrimp as much as most people, but I like other things as much, if not more than most people. So I don't think you said anything, which is very no. good by you. Um, no, I mean, I mean, this goes back to our cheese yeah. or other thing talk. Yes. And here's why in this particular situation, Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Also, this this is like unrelated to the actual <laughs> decision there. Uh, because for one thing, it is 100% on brand for Dave to do that. <laughs> 100%. Like, so she like probably Dave, knew it was a possibility? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she had to have known it was a possibility, but 100% in the moment played it off as if it wasn't to, you know, garner the, garner the, the proper, uh, you okay. know. Okay reciprocative response yeah, sure. sure yeah you we'll go with it. that yeah uh that's incredible and i'm honestly almost mad that he never told me about this until now that's really funny that and is I, so good and well, so Dave, so that's da- uh dave and laura they are the parents of my godson oh nice that's awesome yeah so yeah no these are legitimately like two of my best friends dave you just made rick picture your wife in her lingerie so Look what you look what you've done, you monster. Um, but I will agree oh, yeah. with him. Here's the thing: if he's making a Jack's pizza, that's yeah, that's right. One thing. But you went out of your way, you went and specially mm-hmm. bought the shrimp, and you yeah. made it by hand. And shrimp is not something you want to sit out for a long time. No, well, and the thing is, to make something clean and and like decent like that in our kitchen was kind of a miracle because yeah, okay, two two gross stories about our uh, our kitchen that are that are both quick uh one was this was not a fraternity house but because everybody that lived in it um was in the fraternity it just so happened to work out that way that some things have like some functions would end up happening there or like after parties would end up happening there so on a after an initiation the class made a cake so a lot of the cake was consumed. Some of it was not. The remaining may have left, been left out for a little bit too long to where the person that finally decided to clean it up possibly could have gotten scabies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that is probably the cleaner of the, the two disgusting stories because the other one was this, this place was a dump. Like for eight people to live there, in 2006 it was two thousand dollars a month total oh my god yeah oh we we paid like next to i paid 250 dollars a month in rent it was incredible (laughs) uh this place was such a dump problem was some of the uh the plumbing kind of like dipped through the top of the cabinets the kitchen cabinets Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh well um there were two events that were dubbed poo falls and poo falls too oh no where we ended up having to very thoroughly wash every dish, every cup, every everything multiple times because, uh, yeah, this was 503, the place that we lived in college, the place where the landlord, the two things we always say, our, our landlord, Gary, he couldn't spell tampon and he painted the, and he painted the wood floors. Oh my God. 
our landlord gave us like the letter to the tenants and he spelled so many things wrong. One of our roommates that was an English major graded it, put it back on like the, the, uh, on the board so that our landlord would see it. And it had on it C minus see me after class. <laughs> he is now management at the score. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we got told to not, fl- not flush condoms, D U M and tampoons down the toilet. Well, the first one, probably not a problem at your dorm. <laughs> I'm kidding. True. I'm kidding. All right, here we go. Hey, yes. Pat. Last one. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I'm not sure if you're doing fast on this week, but uh, we yeah. really appreciate everything you do and keep up the good work. This is uh, Pete from Crystal Lake. Just calling to uh, with a story for you. I was in a wedding a number of years ago, and there were about five guys up there, but three of us were fast uh, by stature, um, but the other two were fast by uh, mental mindset. And, uh, it was going to be about 95 degrees that day, and there was a chance for storms to roll through. And the storms did roll through, in fact, and left it very swampy. Mm. Um, felt like the kid from the from last week with the sweaty bowels and butt crack. Um, but anyway, thinking ahead, while at the hotel, knowing it was going to be swampy, I grabbed a um, washcloth from the bathroom to wipe my sweat away while I stood up there. Because you know your pictures, you want to, you know, you don't want to be a sweaty mess. Wipe my sweat away. turns out the three fats by stature standing in the wedding all had the exact same idea. And the two normies did not. And we were all dying. We were all sweating. But the normies looked at us like, you magnificent bastards. What have you done? Why Why didn't we do that? So my question is, have you ever had a fat hack that normies looked at you in the moment and said, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. He's a pro. Love you guys. Thanks. Oh, man. I'm sweaty. Where, what? <laughs> I'm sweaty. Where at? On my butt crack and my balls and everywhere. Oh, butt crack and your balls. <laughs> uh, Rick, this happened this week. Yes. Oh, nice. Have I told my, I may have told this on the podcast before, my pre-bed ritual because it's super hot upstairs. Uh, I get the, no, it's not bad. No, I get the water in the sink as cold as I can get it. Mm -hmm. I just let it run for like 30, 45 seconds. Put on my hands. I put the coldest water I can find on each of my nipples and on the small of my back. Yes. And it gets me ready for bed. And I told this to my friend, and she was like, that's brilliant. I'm like, it works. I don't know why it works so well, mm-hmm. but it's probably 75, 80 upstairs in our house on like a hot summer day. Yeah. Cold water, each nipple, small of the back, and I'm good to go. Good enough to fall asleep. And that's that's the challenge. It's just is cooling off enough to fall asleep, and it yeah. works. Unless it's an extreme, extreme day, it works for me. Yeah, to where the water's boiling by the time it touches your nipple. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't want that. But yeah, it, it, it that that to me works. How about you? You got one? Hmm. A fat hack that has blown the mind of a normie. I think the one that has surprised people the most is... It's not as much of a fat hack as, as just like the the knowing where dumpsters are 
to be able oh. to get rid of the evidence. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. There's a dumpster thing. up on Route 53. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's a great dumpster. It's not just knowing that there's a dumpster, but it's accessible. Right. You don't have to so, get out of the car. You just lift it. Yes. There's a there's a really nice garbage can on uh, Indian Trail Park on uh, Willow Road right by my house in Homewood where I can... I can uh, I can yell Kobe out my car window and shoot it into the park garbage can pretty frequently without having to get out. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are clutch. Yeah, I think it's it's not so much like the move itself, but the no- the knowledge, as uh, Tim Beckman would say, <laughs> the K, the K, the knowledge of where strategically placed dumpsters and garbage cans are. Yes, like a normal person would not know. That Mm-mm. Indian Trails Park on Willow Road has a garbage can very close to the curb to dispose right. of your mystery meal you don't want your wife to find out about. Right. I know about it. I'll bet all the fats in town know about it. <laughs> right. Or maybe there are times where you're going out to get a meal, but you also know you have to stop at a Walgreens to pick up one or two things before you go home. And everybody knows that in front of every Walgreens is one or two garbage cans that you could dispose of things in. Correct. Correct. Or you just drive through the you just drive through a gas station uh, pump and just throw your garbage in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if you need a garbage can in the southwest burbs or the western burbs, just reach out to me or Rick, and we got you. Right. DMs uh, are open. <laughs> All right. Let's do, let's do our ask a fat and wrap up cool. episode one hundred. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Okay. We only have two today. That's good because uh, I have one. Great. Okay. This one is from our friends at I Love Fries. Nice. MJ says, I'm binging the pod backwards from episode 99 and I'm now somewhere in the low 70s. I really enjoy your show. Advertise. <laughs> I mean, three, four months out of the year, I'm a normie and the rest of the year, I'm a fat. And since I've started to binge, I visited the creamery for an official rainbow cone. Good way to bypass the nonsense in Lombard. Mm-hmm. He's visited Do Right and sampled every chicken sandwich they had, as well as some donuts. Tried the Portillo's chicken sandwich. I the I the eclair cake, but decided against it. And his visit and Marishka's is on his schedule in the next couple of days. Nice. It was one episode. You guys were talking about fry integrity, and it made me want to reach out and tell you about our new fry. I don't know what? if you've been to I Love Fries recently, but after much research and development, we've come up with a new fry. And by come up, I really just mean that we decided to order a different fry. (laughs) (laughs) This fry holds its integrity under sauces, meats, and gravies. A really cool feature is that say you get home 30 minutes after you got your food. You can put your fries in the microwave for 15, 25 seconds and it crisps them right up. This fry has little to no processing. The only thing the manufacturer does is they take out the starch from inside the potato and then use that same starch to coat the fries. This is what makes them crispy. Oh, my God. Oh. If you haven't been to I Love Fries since early spring, then please come by to say hi when you can. We'd love to make something for you free of charge. Yep. Just say hi. Oh. I'd love you to get a taste of our new fries. My goal is to have the best damn fries. That is from our friends at I Love Fries in Lombard, right? Lombard is correct? Villa Park. Villa Park. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, go there. Go there. That's uh, well, I that, guess I know where I'm going for dinner one day this week. It's one of the two. first places that we like really recommended together on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people who've listened have gone and tried it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, see this, see, this is the problem with having a business, 
Rick, where we would like to sell advertising. But yeah, we're like, I tried this true. place and it's awesome. And this place is awesome. So we're giving right. everyone free ads. Yeah, um, you know. But feel free, you know, jump on in a more official. You know, we can talk. That's all. All right. Uh, you got one. Go ahead. You go first and I'll wrap up. This one from Jason. In honor of the hundredth episode, do you have any memories of when of when you first hit one hundred pounds? Oh, I have vivid memories of that because I was what they called in the old days, and they might still have these, a striper. Rick, do you know what a striper is? No. When you played youth football, if you were over a hundred pounds, oh, that's right. You mentioned this one. They would literally put a stripe on your helmet. So you couldn't carry the ball. <laughs> so what if it's a fumble? You can you can pick up a fumble, but you can't advance it. Oh, my God. So as soon as a striper touches a ball, the play is dead. Now, did they put a scarlet F on your jersey? Seriously. <laughs> and like, this is not a subtle stripe. This was like. Because I went to St. Linus for grade school, so our colors were... We had, like, um, Carolina colors. Okay. Navy, sky blue, and, and white. That's and they would put colors. bright royal blue stripes, and they go horizontal on your helmet. They weren't, like, added to the stripes you already had. Oh, oh yeah. It, had, it was very obvious. Fifth and sixth grade is 100 pounds. Seventh and eighth was 140. I was a four-year striper. So, yes, I very wow. vivid memories of hitting 100 pounds because it was, like you said, Rick, like a scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Guess who else knew what that meant? All the Everybody. cheerleaders. Mm. Yeah. So not great. Not great. But I will say, I don't know if it's changed. And if anyone is a youth football coach or has a kid that plays, let us know because, like, kids now, 100 pounds is not what it used to be. I don't like. I think kids are just bigger now. Yeah. Like Addie is. I shouldn't say this. I don't want to give her an issue, but she's not fat. But she. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's like right about a hundred pounds, and she's entering. Oh, so no, she's she's entering like seventh. So, or sixth, uh, sixth grade. I'm sorry, she's entering sixth grade. So, meh, you know, I don't know. I, I wonder if it's changed. If it's changed, let me know. I should not. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the threshold is. And like, I don't have a specific memory of knowing exactly a hundred pounds. And probably part of that is because I didn't play youth football mm-hmm. or wrestle or like any of those that are weight specific. But for me, it was just always being a little bit bigger than everybody else. So while it wasn't technically that threshold of a hundred pounds, it was just always functioning. Like I was always a l- just a little bit taller but then also a little bit bigger. So regardless of sport, it it always, to me, maybe because I was just bad at sports, uh, it worked against me because I would come up in baseball, people would have high expectations. They're like, oh, if he makes contact, he can hit the crap out of the ball. Well, a lot of times I didn't make contact. <laughs> or when I did, I, was ne- I never had the old, you know, modern day uppercut swing. So even when I had my years where I was actually pretty good, I never hit homers yeah, or anything just because I have more of a line drive swing. Me too. I was a gap hitter. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That that's what that whenever I was, you know, like cuz it's you're in a league for 2 years. The first year I always sucked. The second year I was good borderline all-star. I should have like, kept playing. It's one of my b- big regrets is I didn't keep playing baseball. I was pretty good. 
Like eighth grade, I was pretty. I was pretty good at base. Like I hit eight fifty seven. Really? Year, and I'm like, I'm done. They're like, what do you mean you're done? I'm like, eh, I'm playing football. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, like, am I? So, my in pony. So for us, it was. Um, I'm trying to remember what the first one was, but it was like whatever the first league was when you're little. Then it was like Mustang Bronco Pony. Mm-hmm. Pony was what you were in like seventh, eighth grade, and then you could be in freshman year of high school. Well, I had just gotten done like getting my ass handed to me in the high school season on the B team. So then getting to like just league play where it's like, oh, there's only a couple guys that throw curveballs, and the ones that do, they don't throw them very well. I raked that last year <laughs> i don't know exactly what my average was but it was definitely above 500 it was just like every, you know that that what they always athletes always say of things slowed down mm-hmm. things slowed down that year and i i kicked ass like it was a one year i can legitimately claim i was really good at enter sport here it's a good way to go out yeah i i, I have a there's a, a few athletic regrets i have and that's one of them i didn't keep playing baseball i should have kept playing soccer too i was on the eighth grade soccer team in fifth grade but i've also been 510 since i was 13. like i have ah. not grown vertically since i was 13. like if you went to my parents old house and probably got rid of the paint you would see the mark where i was when i was 13 and it's the same like i i've been pretty much this size most of my life <laughs> so i mean you know i was 290 in college so i was much fatter um but i've been this tall forever so all right we got one more and we'll wrap this up cool this is from brian he says years ago i was on vacation with my parents visiting family in south florida it was hot as it tends to be in florida in the summer and my stepdad tom and i volunteered to go to the local dq to get ice cream cones for everyone I was in line waiting to pay and saw Tom staring into the freezer with excited eyes. There was an enormous full sheet cake ice cream cake that said happy birthday on it, and Tom was picking it up. I reminded him it was no one's birthday, but he pointed at the price tag that said something like two ninety nine. Oh, he, he was so insistent we couldn't pass up this deal, and it was obviously mislabeled. We checked out, and of course it scanned at the correct price, of whatever it would have been in the mid nineties, say thirty two ninety nine, because the leading three had come off the price ticker. Yeah, Tom was crushed, but it gotten so excited, we bought it anyway and made a <laughs> <laughs> and made a blood oath to stick to the original story of the two ninety nine cake when explaining why we brought home an ice cream sheet cake for no one's birthday. To be clear, we were a firmly comfortable middle class family, so this thirty dollar swing was insignificant. But everyone thinking they were eating a ridiculous deal of a cake made it all the sweeter. Now, that's awesome. Yes. And those, man, those ice cream cakes back in the day. Remember, like, um, like on they would always sell Baskin Robbins on Father's Day would sell the cake that, like, looked like a tie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. We got it from my dad every year. I don't know if he even liked it. But it was just, like, the obvious thing to get dad. Like, when you were a kid and had no money, sure. we got to get dad to Baskin-Robbins cake. So we would, because my dad wore a tie to work. Okay. Um, so we would get that. Yeah, that's a cool story, man. Those ice cream cakes are awesome. Yes, they and are. Remember the, um, I think it's Baskin-Robbins, too, where it's like a spiral. Like, it's it's like a circular, almost like a Twilight Zone of, like, cake and ice cream. Oh, yeah. I, there's a specific name for that. Yeah, it's essentially like an... an ice cream ho-ho yes a giant ice cream ho-ho and ice cream ho-ho was also my stripper (laughs) back in the day (laughs) 
were you on this were you on the stage right right after miss davis yes in the varsity blues yep exactly <laughs> yep oh god yeah that shoot i wish i remembered the name of that because my grandma it's like always had or something those. right it's i don't it, think it's the, anything fancy yeah like my grandma would always get that because she loved that thing so we we would always have it and it's like the the awkward kind of semi-frozen cake which is like good as a vehicle to like get to the ice cream because it was a little more stable than your traditional cake right but it was it was good man i'm trying to find all right here okay i'm, I'm on the website yeah roll it's called a roll cake that's it nice yeah roll good cake recall i knew it was something like remember the um the clown head ice cream cones oh yes <laughs> those are good too that's it we're getting ice cream all right well let's just do that right now so we might as well wrap it once again, thank you to yeah, everybody you that's been that's been a part of this, either from day one or whenever you've picked it up. It's awesome that we have the community that we do, and we appreciate it, and we do not take that for granted. No. So, if you are not already, follow us on social media at I'm Fat Pod. Yes, at so, on social media because all of the platforms, it's all the same mm-hmm. at I'm Fat Pod. Email the show, imfatpod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon if you like, the T Public if you want merch. There's all kinds of merch there. And subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That helps us out greatly in terms of positioning and charts and yep. all that kind of stuff that you don't have to care about, but it, you know, it does us a solid. And keeps, so we, keep sending those five-star review images mm-hmm. to us. Uh, we're going to send our first package here at the end of the month going to pick one at random. If you don't know, take a screenshot of your five-star Apple podcast review. Email it to us, imfatpod at gmail.com, and you will get a uh, one of these people will be randomly chosen for an I'm Fat Podcast prize pack. The other thing, um, now that we're through 100 episodes, we're going to start working on a new uh, thing, our interview series. We're going to call it Between mm-hmm. Two Fats. So yep. look for that starting soon, probably starting in July. We've got a couple things lined up. Uh, to get done so keep an eye out for that we're always going to try to bring you guys more and fresher content uh, that's good for us it's good for you so keep an eye out for between two fats coming soon to the i'm fat podcast look at us burying the lead and leaving something to tease at the end about it like we're professionals or something or something or something all right so for jay something i'm rick something this is the i'm fat podcast all right i think we got a lot accomplished here today (laughs) 